Hello, you beautiful soul. My name is Heaven. I am a Reiki teacher, a spiritual coach, a light worker, and a truth seeker. A large part of my role is to bring awareness to all things spiritual, personal development, and the truths of this world. I am so happy to have you here. Hello, hello to another podcast episode. I am so excited for this conversation. I already know how grounding it is going to be. I can feel it so deep inside of me. (laughs) And this was one of those podcasts that just fell so perfectly into place. This guest is someone who inspires me in my own journey in so many ways. We actually met through our business coaching program, which you have experienced from other guests. We meet through this coaching industry, and honestly, her energy is just so unlike anyone else I've had on here in the best way possible. Her voice is going to bring so much healing. Her words are going to bring so much wisdom, and truly, I already just know how much I'm going to learn from her and that you're going to learn from her as well. So like I mentioned, we have chatted and met through our coaching program. And since then, since we've graduated out of that, we've stayed in touch through social media, through Instagram, and just witnessing each other in our journeys of being spiritual coaches as she does the same thing. I think that there's just so much beauty in this community and That is why I have these people come on so you can really see the beauty in the community and you're going to feel that so deeply with her. So with all of that being said, let's dive right into today's episode with our special guest, Yasmin. Okay, as you guys already heard me briefly introduce Yasmin, here she actually is. I'm so excited for this. So Yasmin, if you want to take it away, introduce yourself, what you're doing, your a little bit of your journey and how you got here. I know how many people are dying to hear it. So take it away. Mm, thank you so much, Heaven. And thank you for having me. It yeah. is such a joy to be here. Uh, so I'm a spiritual life coach. I'm a certified diversity professional coach, um, behavioral scientist with a major in psychology. So I've always been just really passionate about people, the human nature, and kind of obsessed with personal development and how Mm -hmm. to realize my full potential. That started from quite a young age because um, I think I went through like the first dark night of my soul slash ego at a young age. So Mm kind of kickstarted things and just moved through a lot of, you know, questions about what our purpose is here and what how we move through the challenges and the darkness and what the meaning of it all is and um i am been blessed to have raised in an environment where there has always been a foundation of spirituality um i come from a family in the lineage of spiritual leaders so i've always had that close at hand um and then later on in my um, young adult years, I think when I went through my second dark night of the soul slash ego, <laughs> that's when I really got to this point where I think I just let everything go. And I kind of went all in because 
you know, your ego needs to break down to a certain point where you're willing to put yourself aside and realize that your mission is bigger than you. And it's not really about you. Your soul is here for a purpose, and that is mm-hmm. to serve other people. Um, and so now I kicked off my coaching business officially at the beginning of this year, and I am coaching people towards a deeper connection of their intuition, towards a soul embodiment and realignment with what their purpose and mission is. Oh, I love that so much. I had goosebumps when you were talking about how it's so much bigger than us. It just, we have to surrender to that power and that energy, which can be really challenging when, you know, you have to show up and understand where you fit into it all. And then recognizing that it's not even about that at all. It's just showing up in the magic of it all. And I feel that so deeply, even a lot of our stories align and being raised by people who are more spiritually aware of themselves and lead that kind of life. I really find that beautiful because I see a lot of individuals struggle in that journey where they aren't around that. So it's beautiful to see that even though we come from that background, even though we've had our challenges, we can still rise up and continue to like kind of lead that life. And Honestly, the trust that I feel that your clients must have for you and just all of that, because it's in your blood, it's in your lineage so deeply. I can just feel that it's funny because we also do such similar things too. like you're explaining what you're doing with your clients. I'm like, oh, my gosh, same. (laughs) How has that journey been stepping into the role of a coach? Well, you know. I did spend a lot of time of my early years trying to figure out what my thing is. And I felt mm-hmm. a bit frustrated because I didn't have that one thing that felt mine uh, until I discovered, I came across life coaching and it just clicked. I'm like, this is it because this feels like me. You know what I mean? It's like less of a, a job or a career or a profession. It's like a calling and it's something that just feels so natural. And it feels like, it feels like play when I'm yeah. working, right? Yeah. And I'm so blessed for that. And um, so the beautiful part of it is that we get to continue growing because that's what we're here to do on earth. But also as coaches, we get to continue diving into our own self-development. It's something that we need to do in order to be able to meet our clients at their mm-hmm. highest potential. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the gifts of this role. It's so true. It is such a gift. It's both that that dualistic look at it, the the challenge of it is, is we are constantly pushing ourselves in the best way because I love pushing myself to that next potential because I know she exists. Mm. Then it's also that beautiful blessing that you're right. This is us and we get to show up as us and that gets to be a business. And that's, Mm. I don't even know any other businesses that could look that like that at all. And it really is the work that lights you up. I can tell how, how have your clients been moving through it? Like, what are some of the big breakthroughs that they've made with working with you? Well, <clears throat> as you say that, I just come to think of my first session with one of my clients and, you know, a couple of maybe like 30 minutes in or so, she just hit this point where she just started saying, I'm free. I'm free. I feel so free of this. We've been working around this issue that had been bothering her for months prior. And this was our first session, but it just took being in the right container 
where you have the right energy that really allows you to unlock the answers within you because as you know, our clients are the ones who have the answers within mm-hmm. them. You know, it's your program is so beautifully called You Are the Oracle. Thank so you. are just there to create the space for them to be able to channel the answers for themselves. And yeah. it was such a beautiful example of how it doesn't always need to take that much time to really get to the root mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I fully agree. And again, I have goosebumps because it's such an aligned way of thinking instead of, you know, placing, I see sometimes in the spiritual community where the mentor is the one with the answers. Mm -hmm. We remind people that we are just showing you the mirror that you already have all of them within you. And we're giving you that power that you feel like you don't have. And it's such a beautiful energy. And just thinking of her saying, I am free. I am free. That's such an emotion that so many people want to feel. And kind of lack sometimes accessing it when they get so lost in day-to-day life, society, all the things. That's often a feeling that clients come forward with saying, I just want to be free. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? Because that already exists. And it's just about you choosing that freedom and making the changes. So I find that so beautiful that on the first call, you were able to have her realize that, yes, she is absolutely free and that I am is so beautiful too, because she's really identifying with that feeling as well, which brings so much power to it because we are all free if we believe that we are. And I love that so, so much. I am curious to see what kind of challenges you feel like have come forward with your spiritual development and being a coach. Do you find any challenges in the balance of all of it? Because it can be, like I mentioned, very confrontational and challenging in itself. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I just really felt so strongly that I want to be fully embodied in what I teach before Mm -hmm. I step out there. So I wasn't as focused on just kickstarting and getting the ball rolling. I really wanted to take that time to lay that foundation. So I felt it like permeated all aspects of my life. And it's, it's an ongoing process, right? Mm -hmm. So that was something that I took time to do in the beginning and Uh, Also, I would say there's been a lot of challenges in the business aspects where, you know, running your business and and sharing your message with the world demands that you allow the world to see you. And I've been up until I started my business very comfortably living in the background, Mm. you know, being the listener, being the audience, being the supporter. And in order to call my soul clients forward, I needed to let them know that I was here and needed to let them see me. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of work around, you know, visibility blocks and allowing myself to be seen and, um, you know, just speaking my truth loudly and boldly. And I'm still doing that work. And it's, it's been so freaking exciting, super scary at times and hella activating because I'm, I had to step so far out of my comfort zone in order to do it. And it's a beautiful thrill because that's when you feel most alive outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It's so true. That edge that you just push yourself to. And I've been loving witnessing you put yourself out there because I would have no idea that you ever even struggled with that from like an audience, like you said, the consumer perspective, I'd have no idea that that happened behind the scenes for you. So you really bring (laughs) forward that energy like, oh yeah, this just is the only thing that makes sense. Of course I'm doing this. 
So mm-hmm. I think that that piece is so important too, because it is really different to go about your business and have to show up on social media in this way. And how have you felt with like growing your social media? Cause that in itself can be a challenge when you went from just being the consumer to actually having to step into growing something like that. Have you found that challenging or is it coming with ease? How has that been? Well, I wanted it to, to happen and unfold in a way that felt natural. So I tried to always discern and, you know, connect mm-hmm. to what feels most aligned to me mm-hmm. and also hold the faith that when I allow myself to be seen fully for who I am, that is the best way for me to grow my business and my audience. Um, so, you know, just sharing about the things that excite me, the things that I find to be most key in our personal development journey, but also letting my silly, goofy side come through because I have a very silly side and I it's it's something that I really enjoy about myself because it really allows me to have fun in life yeah so it you know made a vow with myself early on that when I've had other jobs and I've worked for other people you know you put on that costume you try to show up to work be professional whatever that may be mm-hmm. um you know fulfill your duties and your responsibilities but the reason I started my own business was so that I could be myself to the full and live the life that is meant for me mm-hmm. and that entails giving myself full full permission to show up exactly as I am and trust that that is more than enough. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. I think that's so, that's why a lot of us go into this, right. Is because we don't want to be boxed in. We just want to be who we are. And people feel that authenticity so deeply, so, so deeply, especially in, you know, what we create as a business. So I love that so much. Just fully being ourselves. And it's true that funny, silly side can still show up. And then we can also put on that leadership role hat Mm -hmm. and know that we can be both. And that doesn't make us any less. It's the perfect amount because it's who we are. I want to ask too, because Yasmin is a beautiful mama. And as you all know, listening, I'm entering that journey. I'm curious, how the heck do you do it? How do you balance (laughs) that and being a coach? Because I won't lie. There's definitely that piece that I'm working through of fear of losing my freedom in a sense. And I know as you brought that up, I am free. However, it's going to look so different and I just see you doing it. So it's very inspiring for me. So how, how do you navigate it? How do you do it? (laughs) Thank you. Well, you know, first of all, you already know this, that fear is so natural because stepping into motherhood is the ultimate initiation Mm -hmm. and moving through that initiation you're going to feel all of those doubts you know those shadows those insecurities come up and that is exactly what is supposed to happen so Mm -hmm. just you know embrace it and let them all exist and receive the messages that they bring for you there is no one way to do it you're going to find the way that is right for you and you're going to do it so beautifully because you're already so grounded and centered in who you are and what your priorities in your life is Mm. so it's definitely something that you know that's a that's a challenge and you go through different phases right it ebbs and flows but one of the reasons I did want to start my own business now was so I could have more flexibility around how I invest my time and my energy 
so I could be with my son more. And it's very much a, for me, since I'm at the beginning of setting the foundation, a solid foundation for my business, it's very much a something that I take week to week, month to month, I fill it out. That flexibility is a privilege that we have since we run our own business and something that really helps navigating both of these worlds. Mm. I try to keep my expectations to a level that is realistic, right? Mm -hmm. So just as you are now shifting and you might mourn a bit of that freedom, and I think it's really beautiful to actively grieve it so you can process those emotions, you also know that this is temporary. This is just a, you know, a period in your life that will probably pass much quicker than you can realize. Mm -hmm. So while you're in it, let it be what it is and enjoy it to the full. Because before you know it, your little baby boy is gonna, you know, whether it's daycare or school or he's gonna be busy with his own friends, you're gonna have the space and the capacity back. Yeah, that's so, oh, I needed that reminder because I think that it can seem like this big thing that's overtaking every area of my life because it absolutely is. And that's where that grieving comes in for sure. I've definitely had my peace in already doing that. And I know when he arrives, it'll be the exact same thing, even more deeply. But to know that one, to set expectations realistically, I well, I need that. Thank you for that. Because we can do it so easily where we're like, we have this massive list. We're going to accomplish it all. And to just know that if we don't, doesn't make us any less worthy or any less of a, you know, capable person. Mm. And just to know that it is only a period of time. And I can already see how it brings forth the shadows that are within you, because I can, I can see now the pieces of my life where I want to be better. I want to do better. And I've kind of allowed myself to slip or I've allowed myself to just brush it off and worry about it a different day. And now it's, even for example, what I eat and my health and all these things, it's, I'm quite literally fueling two beings right now. And to know that he is relying on me in that is just a whole new journey in itself and going, okay, yes, I need to think more consciously about these things and to not put too much pressure on myself, but to just become aware is so beautiful and so magical. And I just see you doing it, especially with the sun, knowing that I'm having a son as well. I'm like, okay, it is possible. We need to see that it is possible. Well, yes, it is a balance. It is out there and possible for us. Yes, it is so possible. And let me tell you, Heaven, it has been so beautiful to see your transformation. Mm -hmm. Like you have shifted and grown so much. And it's just, you know, your development, you are a completely different woman that I see throughout this journey. And it is so exciting to see. I think it's beautiful how you're already receiving the medicine that your son is bringing to you. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. He woke me up last night with some kicks and I'm like, oh, we're wanting attention. And so we just sat with each other and I can hear him. I can feel him. I know he's there. I can kind of tell his energy versus mine. And I know, you know, that feeling as being so intuitive while being pregnant, it's a completely different perspective and journey than I think those who don't choose this route. How did you find your pregnancy? Cause I know you were giving me a lot of 
advice, which I used and needed when I was not well. (laughs) So how did you find your journey with that and just being a spiritual being? Um, Well, as you already know, the nausea was real. (laughs) It was next level. I mean, there was literally nothing that helped um, except for just surrender. When I got to the point where I was ready to just realize and embrace it for what it was and what helped me do that was the realization that okay I am I am cleansing this is my cleansing to prepare my vessel on every level Mm -hmm. in order to be able to receive this child and um aside from that pregnancy was magical I mean I I say that it felt like I was a queen and my crown was on my belly instead of on my head that's literally what it felt like I just was, I could feel myself radiating and I felt so activated. And like you so beautifully said, I felt his energy within me and it just, oh, it was, it was blissful. It was a blessing. I love that. And it's so beautiful because I feel that way just as much where I look in the mirror now and yes my body is changing and the body changes so much and it's important to talk about those things I fully have posted my belly button on Instagram to say your belly button changes a lot (laughs) but I do my mirror meditations and I cry at the beauty of the human body as a woman like it is something that we need to embrace more and that energy and that power even how Josh looks at me now is so different and just my capabilities in doing this and it's so unconscious to us as women again we are just doing it and he is growing and then he comes into this world as a perfect little being and that is incredible that journey in itself is so awakening and I just find the entire thing so magical I couldn't agree more I'm curious to see how that transition is from pregnancy to motherhood entirely how how did that go for you? How was your birth? Was it a good birth? So I, um, okay, I'm going to try to give the short version. I <laughs> yes. didn't have the birth that I planned for, which mm-hmm. I mean, you can hear in yourself. You can't really, you know, design a birth, right? Because yeah. that is probably initiation and the medicine in it and just fully surrendering to what is. And in that unfolding, there was a lot of work around um, reclaiming the story and the narrative of my birth and the medicine that I received from it. And now I just, um, just a week ago, actually, I had a really beautiful session with uh, this really powerful birth keeper telling the story of my birth and moving through it reliving it remembering it honoring it and in that I just further cemented the all the activations that I received from my birth and I think that what you're doing I get so happy when I see your stories because you're so beautifully preparing for that journey with by you know educating yourself but also doing a lot of unlearning of what we're taught birth is and what birth uh, is is supposed to be and there is just I'm two years 
postpartum, but I think it's a journey that continues over a long period to mm -hmm. just really let it fully sink in. Um, I feel that. I feel that so deeply. And I think the unlearning is where I am at with all of it. It's, it's sad to say that when I first found out about this beautiful boy, I had so much fear. I was so afraid. And I was, it was the fear of the birth. It was the fear of how am I going to get him out of my body? How am I, how is my body capable of this? Am I actually going to be able to pull this through? And all that doubt came in and I had to go in and start asking myself, why am I so fearful? Because biologically, this is what I'm made to do. I can do this. So why in my mind is there so much fear? And I think just hearing you go and reclaim all of that energy and also surrendering into the initiation of birth itself. And I've left a lot of space for the experience to be what it needs to be while also knowing what it can look like and what that process doesn't need to be full of fear and pain and torture and everything that they make you think it can actually be a, all of the things it can be beautiful and initiative and activating and a whole journey in itself so I think it's really beautiful that you've been on that postpartum journey of reclaiming that and recognizing your power through that is so important because when I talk about birth to people who haven't done the research because they haven't been pregnant why would they um they're shocked they're shocked at what birth and labor and all the things can look like they just mm -hmm. have no idea about any other concepts that we've kind of just been told over time through either our mothers or friends or anything like that which they've been told by other people so doing that research has been honestly so healing for me and my relationship with my womb my relationship with my womanhood it's really a beautiful place to be and I think that you have that choice going into it to view it as you want to, but seeing it in this beautiful light is way better for me mindset wise than going into it thinking, oh shoot, November 20th is my due date. Pain is coming that day. I am so afraid and knowing they don't even usually arrive on their due date, but just thinking about that immediately, I can feel the constriction in my body and I choose not to have that. I choose to just see it as this beautiful initiation that my higher self already knows what's going to go down and she's just preparing me slowly but surely for it um mm. but I love that you're on that journey and you're feeling so differently about it than what maybe you experienced and being able to say too that it wasn't what you had planned for I think that's a lot of women that really feel that way because we can get so stuck in where the ego wants that step by step what is this going to look like what are we going to do you know and that yeah. surrendering is activating in itself. Yes, absolutely. So firstly, I want to say because you are so intuitively connected to yourself and because you've done all of this inner work, you were able to receive that those emotions of fear come up so early on in order to allow yourself all this time throughout the pregnancy to learn, to unlearn, to prepare. And that is so beautiful mm -hmm. because, um, you know, a lot of people can push those emotions aside or not even recognize them until very close up to the birth or after the birth so mm -hmm. you don't get the same chance to process and to prepare yourself and also what you said about the surrender is really key because we 
don't really get to choose our medicine and in what form it comes, right? Mm -hmm. So that is one of the main the main components of the beautiful medicine that my son has brought me just this constant and consistent reminder that things don't need to turn out the way I planned in order for them to be beautiful and perfect in themselves I love that we moved to that journey with our birth and after my session last week I was you know cuddled up next to him and just getting teary-eyed, feeling so much gratitude over how beautiful our birth was because I was able to fully integrate the medicine of it over these two years. So that's also such an important message for people to know that, you know, it's not just through the early postpartum, you have the rest of your life to fully receive the benefits from your initiating, activating life experiences. Mm, oh that's so nice to hear did you struggle postpartum or did you feel a little more centered especially surrounding not having the birth that you had planned for how was that period in your journey so there were definitely uh points of struggle absolutely and there were also things that I'm so grateful for I planned for a slow postpartum to give myself my body and my spirit all the time Mm -hmm. to integrate the birth and to fully you know settle into uh, my role as a new mother and to give my baby and his spirit the time to fully land in this other realm of reality yeah so we were home right here on this couch just Mm -hmm. moving slow um not really interacting not with people not having basically no guests mm-hmm. for the first couple of months until I felt a desire to interact with other people and to allow other energies into our sacred space mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful for that because that allowed me the space and the capacity to process our birth and to mm-hmm. integrate it and to really be present with my son you know, and to see him. I mean, you know, the first period, there's so, so many hormones running through your system. <laughs> so it's so valuable to just dial down everything that is not necessary. Mm, I love that. I don't live close to family. My sister's an hour away, but as far as support, it's Josh and I, and there is a part of me that is like, oh my goodness, should I have more? But hearing about this perspective and how magical and sacred, as you said, that time is to really bond with your son and what I will be doing with mine makes me feel really good. And that, of course, my mom will be coming. She'll be there for the birth and my dad will fly in. But other than that, we don't really have guests, as you said, coming in. So hearing that actually, you just helped me break down some fear. So thank you for that, because that period of time gets to be so magical and it doesn't happen again. And it's really just about learning or remembering what the heck are we doing as a new mom? (laughs) How do we do all of these things, you know, learning their kind of cycles and rhythms and what they feel good and as a baby and their integration into the world is so important because they're just arriving too. And it's pretty chaotic. I'm sure for them with 
their entire nervous system and their bodies and understanding and recognizing the energies. And I feel like from the second that they are conceived, they are already so intuitive and can feel these things. So it's just like, of course, going through that whole journey of birth landing here, they need a little bit of time too. And even though it doesn't look like what it does for us as the mother, there's still that piece for their own journey too, that would definitely need that sacred space. So that is something that you've just taught me. And I am looking at it entirely differently now because I can see how important that is for sure. Mm, that's beautiful. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I would say that, you know, some of the just like key things is definitely like skin to skin, mm -hmm. not only immediately after birth, but throughout postpartum. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful and important for the baby. And it's so good for you too. It really helps you just deal with the hormones that you experience during postpartum. Also, set up a meal train you know even mm -hmm. family and loved ones that are further away they can support mm -hmm. through you know different forms of providing you guys with food nourishing food that is going to yeah. be of such great help during that first time that you and josh don't have to worry about those things and can just mm -hmm. focus on being together and spending that time as a new family that's so nice i've already told my mom you're going not that we can choose when he arrives but I'm like, you're going to arrive early, hopefully that way you can meal prep all your yeah. yummy meals. And she will be here for a little piece afterwards, just doing that for us, because I already know that that's going to be so necessary and needed, especially because I am going into it, wanting to nurse and breastfeed. And I hear that you need a lot of power for that. So knowing that that is so true through nourishment will be so important for us. And that's what that support can look like. That's so far what we have set up. So mama yeah. knows she's coming in to help. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I just yeah. want to say something to you, Evan, because you're such a power woman, such a force, you know, such an ambitious businesswoman. And I, you already know this, but it never hurts to hear this again. Like just you know, dial down all the expectations. You don't need to do anything other than nurse your baby and feed yourself. That's yeah. it. No, I really thank you for that reminder because I found my mind wandering a couple of days ago with, when do we return to this? When do we come back into it? And I can't even set that timeline because it is not up to me at all. It's outside of me. So thank you for that reminder. I'm going to keep that with me so that in those moments, I do love being go, go, go. I won't have the energy for that and that capacity in those moments. So to just, again, expectations, bring them down. And I can see in some women when they have a baby that they enter back into it so soon. And I think I do have this right now. My mind is saying, it'll be months before we enter back in, but I see other moms doing it weeks even after. And I'm just, then I go and say, wow, should I be going in weeks after? And then I pull myself out of that and go, no, no, no. It's what you need. And it doesn't have to look like anyone else's journey. And they're doing what feels good for them. Hopefully it doesn't have to necessarily be the same for me. Were you on your entrepreneurial journey two years ago? Like when you were on your postpartum, did you start your business then? Or was it something you were doing before? 
So I started my business um, in October. Oh my goodness. Wow, you've done so much since October. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Okay, so when you entered your motherhood, were you working and then on sort of like a leave or how did you go about all of that? Yeah, exactly. So I was on maternity leave um, and um, I'm in Sweden. So in Sweden, we have the, the privilege of a long maternity leave, mm-hmm. which I hope will be a reality globally soon yeah. enough mm-hmm. um so I was at home with my son for a year and four months and I was it I was very intentional about having that time with him and also just doing a lot of dismantling of internalized capitalism during that time and really resisting mm-hmm. any form of productivity or efficiency and just deeply receiving the medicine of stillness and slowness and challenging myself with that. And, you know, um, a year and four months in, I felt ready to to switch gears and to put more on my plate. Mm. But having that slow postpartum in the beginning really helped me to be able to get Mm. to that point. And something that we are not taught often enough is that our experience during postpartum is later on mirrored in our uh, when we move through menopause Mm -hmm. so that is reflected so you know if I move too quickly and I get back on the grind I might feel all right in the moment but the consequences of it I might not discover until later down the line so that's also why it's important to rather take too much time moving slow and resting than get back on it too quickly. That's so good to know. I think it's very symbolic as you were saying that I was thinking about when he arrives and it's in the beginning phases of winter for us in Canada. And I just look at that and say, okay, that right there and that symbolism is telling and how we're supposed to go about this whole thing because in winter we all naturally slow down in our internal winter we slow down in actual winter here in Canada we slow down I know you experience seasons as well so that in itself I think is very eye-opening and just knowing that if it takes me that long as long as the winter season which it is July here we are just entering summer so that is seriously, like eight or nine months of winter that if it takes me that long, then it takes me that long. And to know that it does pop back up in menopause, I had no idea. It really does make sense because that's how our bodies work hormonally too, right? Like that could make so much sense. I didn't even know that. That, Thank you again for teaching me so much. How do you feel like your intuition has shifted through this whole journey, being already so spiritual and then coming into this power even more? Wow. I mean, it is, I mean, uh, where do I begin? Like, so first of all, my intuition is my greatest compass in motherhood. Mm. You know, like those those first couple of weeks, months before the baby can verbally communicate, that is how you're connecting. That is how you're reading them, trying to navigate what their needs might be, right? Mm -hmm. Through your intuition. 
when you're getting bombarded with all kinds of unsolicited advice, that's how you discern what's true for you and what's right for your family through your intuition. And just the fact that you house your baby and you carry your baby, you know, in your womb for so long is such a deep activation for deeper connection with your intuition. So I really credit him for having that guidance of my own inner knowing on a completely different level. Mm, That is so beautiful. And it makes me really excited in a way because I'm always ready for that next level. And I felt that through this journey and just landing into the space without knowing I'd be landing into the space. When I looked at January 1st, 2022, this is not what I thought would come from it. And just knowing that it's because I need this, like, this is the initiation, this is the process and to feel even more intuitive through it. I can't wait, honestly, to see what I learn in those first few weeks when, yeah, that communication is so different. And it comes from that internal knowing that internal feeling that we teach people to remember and we guide them back into remembering so deeply through coaching. So I can't wait to be taught again (laughs) through him. (laughs) Like that is so beautiful and just the power they have. And they don't even know that they have it yet. (laughs) Yes. How do you feel now, two years later? I'm sure he teaches you so, so much. How has the journey been now that he is able to communicate with you? (laughs) He's so fun. He's so funny. (laughs) He keeps us laughing. He is like the most charming little boy. So magical. And to be able to communicate with him verbally is just a trip because it's a whole nother level. But the really cool thing is when he came out, I realized that this is the same person that I experienced him and envisioned him to be Mm -hmm. when he was inside me. Mm -hmm. As you were saying earlier, how you can feel your boy's energy and you can you know it's your energy and you know what's his Mm -hmm. it's that same it was that total validation of this is the same person and personality that I felt inside me and so now that he's verbally expressing his thoughts and emotions it's another level of validation of yes this is what I you know experienced from you during those first couple of months of postpartum so it's so beautiful to just see their personality continue to unfold and Mm -hmm the different ways that our learning from them continues to deepen and unfold and how that affects the the development of our relationship and our bond. That is so cool. I'm sitting here hearing you and also going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Because I know this boy is just He's already, he's active, very active, and he has a personality. I can feel it. And that's why when I wasn't sure if it was a boy or a girl, I could feel his activity. And I'm like, no, it is a boy. And just how he is showing up. And he is just like his dad in so many ways. I said it to Josh so many times. Oh, no, I'm not ready. He's like, well, that's why I'm here. I'll deal with that. And I'm like, I think that's going to be like you understanding in another body what kind of energy you have because that is so interesting. So I'm really loving hearing that it's a further validation of everything you already knew because that doubt can come in and we're like, do we even know? Do we ever know? And just to know we absolutely do. It's that 
nonverbal connection that happens within the womb in that space. And I find that so beautiful and exciting. And I'm also over here like, okay. (laughs) I love that. And I can totally relate to that because I had this similar experience. He was just kicking and moving around so much on the inside. Mm -hmm. And my father said to me, "Uh uh-oh, good luck. And I was like, really? I'm like, hmm, does that mean it's going to be like that on the outside? And sure enough, he is so active. And, you know, you just got to constantly keep track of what is he grabbing? He's climbing onto chairs and tables and all of that. But it's because he's curious and they want to explore the world and learn about it. Yeah. So I think that's a really great strategy to just, you know, let Josh handle it. He can keep up with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where do you feel like as a mom, you're going to guide him with spirituality and all of these things and leading a life like that, because you did grow up in a world like that. So do you feel like you're going to try and teach him those roots or have him decide, like, how are you navigating all of that as he can kind of communicate now he's two. So he's able to talk and like express himself in different ways. Mm. Yes. One thing that my parents did that I'm so grateful for is that they let me have my own journey so I had Mm -hmm. my spiritual background and connection to it but I really just got to move through the world and through my own experiences to come full full circle and come back to what my truth is and how I want to express it so I definitely want to make sure that I allow my son that same experience to discover what his truth is because that is how we can be so powerfully rooted in it because we know it's ours we chose it And I see my responsibility as one where I am passing down the the knowledge, the wisdom, the magic from our lineage and the responsibility that also comes with that and to just validate all the beauty that is in him already. The intuition, the guidance, all the different ways that he will experience God and the universe communicating to him just witness that and he is a cancer sun sign so he Mm. is already so beautifully grounded in that intuitive knowing yeah so was it just his birthday did he just have his birthday yeah two weeks ago oh nice I love that and honestly I think that is just so important is to let them have their space have their own journey and be their cheerleaders through that I think that that could be a big That will be one of the things that I am challenged with deeply because we know we've experienced things and we know what works and what kind of doesn't work. And so to want them to go the best route, but also knowing that our best route doesn't necessarily look like their best route. So I think that surrendering as a mother is so important, but just having that openness again for them to explore and be validated in their intuition early on to like knowing and telling them absolutely you already know. And I do think it will help him so deeply that you can understand the processing of embodiment of emotions and big ones at that. And to be able to teach him healthy ways as a little baby that he will hopefully carry with him as an adult, especially as a man, that is a big one. You know, Mm -hmm. I, definitely envisioned I won't lie a female as my first but 
it actually makes more sense to have a, a little boy to be able to raise a conscious male in this world is a gift I don't think I realized I could have. So now I have it and I'm just to raise a son in this world, to be conscious and to have emotions and to feel them in a healthy way. We need them so deeply. So I can't wait to see how your little boy grows into that. I love that, Heaven. Thank you for saying that. That is so beautiful and so necessary. Mm-hmm. I also imagined, envisioned myself being a girl mom for basically all my life. So oh, I needed yeah. to take some time, even though we didn't find out the biological gender until mm-hmm. he was born. But, you know, it was like, like you said, just now it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is so important to me as well for him to have the space to express his emotions so he can discover and understand his emotions so he can develop emotional intelligence so he can hold space for other people when they're expressing their emotions mm-hmm. and so he doesn't have to internalize or all the toxic and detrimental dysfunctional ways that men are conditioned to throughout the society because they're not given that space to be emotional beings. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. How is your partner with expressing his emotions? Like as the male role model in the home, do you feel like he's doing well with that? Do you feel like it's a work in progress? How has that been? Because it's always interesting to see the counterpart, right? Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, my husband is a really beautiful, sensitive spirit. And that's Mm. one of the things that really drew me to him. He you know, I was really um, uh, soothed and comforted with his ability to cry and express his emotions when he felt them. And that is something that I'm happy that my son has in his father as a role model. Yeah. And also the medicine that our children bring for us is such an initiation into our own reparenting of our inner child. Mm. So many whether it be past experiences or memories from early childhood resurfacing or just questions coming up, moving through the, the, the stages of his early life, mm-hmm. give, giving us an opportunity to revisit and to, once again, reclaim the n- narrative and to heal and to celebrate all of our own experiences and choose a different relationship to them and to our inner child. So there's so much, there's so much healing to do. And there's so much um, that these little beings bring with them to us. Oh, I think I just want to say, I couldn't agree more with all of that. I love hearing that he is this sensitive, beautiful soul. And of course, that's what you would be attracted to. It makes the most sense. And absolutely then, you know, he gets to look up to his dad and see that, that in itself is so magical and it will just go everywhere with him, honestly, because being born into that, my dad is the same. He is a teddy bear, as I like to say, and it's allowed me to see what men and boys can have and still also show up and provide. It doesn't have to, it's the perfect blend of masculine and feminine, right? Mm -hmm. Feeling the feels and then showing up, moving through them and being that leader as we women have too. So I think that's really beautiful. I also just wanted to say thank you overall for 
approaching this whole conversation in such in such a rooted way with love and light because there's a lot of women that I talk about a lot of people that I talk to about this journey and they just go it's going to be scary and it's going to be hard expect that and that's pretty much what they leave it at and so I not being able to see what's coming go oh what is about to come what is happening all these things and I think that it's beautiful to be able to see you approach it in such a grounded rooted, honest way while knowing and recognizing the power in the initiation, the power in being a mom, the power in being a woman in this whole, whole thing is just very enlightening for me. And it brings me so much empowerment, honestly, and knowing that I can do this, it's already rooted in me. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. That really helps me and hopefully anyone who's listening, whether they're on this journey. I know a lot of my listeners are currently on the journey. Um, I hope that you're able to take a lot of positive away from this because that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm like, I can do this. (laughs) Thank you so much for those beautiful words and that reflection. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. You know, we don't, um, we just in our own experience and in our truth, and we're not always aware of how that is perceived by other people. And that goes for me and that goes for the people who uh, think that they're helping and have the intention to help when they want to warn of how serious and scary it can be um, Mm -hmm. as a form of preparation. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of that also is um, a projection because of us having our point of departure being our own personal experiences, Mm -hmm. right? And it doesn't have to reflect what somebody else's experience is going to be like and your discernment is going to be such a powerful tool throughout this Mm -hmm. journey because parenthood and specifically motherhood it's so interesting you know it's something that a lot of people feel very strongly about and they feel that I would say a lot of people feel that their way is the right way And it is for them, but that doesn't mean that that's the case for other people. So I was amazed by how suddenly everybody had an opinion that they felt very strongly about Mm -hmm. and that they wanted me to receive as Mm -hmm. my truth. So, you know, anything that doesn't benefit you, anything that you feel doesn't empower you or that just triggers fear, let it wash off of you in one ear, out the other. Yeah. Because... You are so beautifully connected to your intuition. Your heart space is so beautifully activated. You are going to be the most amazing mother. Oh my God, I am so excited to see you as a mom. You don't even know. I've already told you like all the times I've gotten teary-eyed just thinking about it. So it is such a joy to witness you on this journey. And I'm so excited to see you in full bloom as a mother. And we are here supporting you, loving you, celebrating you right by you. You're not alone through this journey. Thank I think that is exactly what we need coming into this. It can feel so big and scary and just knowing that it doesn't have to be that way. Yes, we're going to be initiated, but it does not have to be a big, scary thing. In fact, it can be beautiful. Thank you for saying all those things too, because yes, we met when that was not at the time my conscious awareness of where I was heading so to see how that has happened 
I think is beautiful and so eye-opening too to even have me reflect back on that version of myself and see how much has moved since then is crazy it's any type of reflection really and it's just it can happen so fast and that's where just surrendering into knowing that timing doesn't make sense no but we are ready for whatever reason the universe shows now and that is the gift and all of it that is the medicine and all of it and knowing that it is all exactly as it should be exactly as it should be. Yes. So I just wanted to say again, thank you for coming on here. I do want you to be able to have people connect and reach out to you if they feel really drawn to you, which I already know there will be so many. So feel free to leave where people can find you plug yourself in. Yes. Well, you can find me on Instagram at I am Yasmin Osman. So that is I-A-M-Y-A-S-M-I-N-O-S-M-A-N. And I'd be so happy to connect with you there. Yes, trust me. You guys are going to see what I was talking about earlier with, I had no idea that she had that fear of being seen and showing up because the energy is just so incredible. You'd have no idea. So please check her out. Thank you again. I've loved this conversation. It's empowered me and I'm sure it's going to empower so many others on this journey, even if they're not pregnant, knowing what it can look like and not anything else. It can be beautiful and eye-opening and just, oh, so intuitive, so intuitive and juicy at the same time. Mm, Thank you so much, Evan. It's been a privilege to be on. Thank you. You are welcome. Oh, You can just understand now what I was talking about with her voice and how incredible it is and how grounding it is. And I just feel so good after that conversation. I hope you were able to take so much from this and just knowing that you are so capable of anything, especially as a woman. I just, I feel so empowered through this entire, this entire thing now, um, Like I said, please reach out to Yasmin if you feel really called to work with her or to feel into her energy or just to take in her beautiful content. Please feel free to give her a follow. And with all that being said, I wanted to say thank you for listening to today's episode. I will chat with you all in the next one. Bye, guys.